Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! When is the next media day? I want to go back. I want to go do it all over again, Al. When is um, <clears throat> Emily? Did you book Braun yet, or no? <laughs> yeah. Let's if bring, he's not on the schedule, I mean, this is kind of like every. What's today? Today's Wednesday yeah. at nine fifty-six. I uh-huh. think like Wednesdays at ten o five would be a good time for LeBron just to kind of walk in here. Every I want to do Scherzer AD at the same time. I want to go <laughs> Scherzer one question, then AD the next. Question. I, when you said AD, obviously, but I thought like Aaron Donald. Let's get him on too. Let's just make that we'll happen. See. We'll see about Donald. We, we'll you see know, about we Aaron set Donald. the bar pretty high with LeBron. Um, let's just, you know, t- addressing Chris's open right yeah, there. Yeah. All I really heard was Sedano say, I was wrong. That's really the only part that I pulled out of that. That you were what? The, no, when George said, uh-huh. I, you know, I, okay, I was wrong. It was actually Al, not uh, Trav, that <laughs> asked that question. That, that, that's the part I heard was, I was wrong. So take it for what it's worth. Uh, I, I I laughed at a at a comment that LeBron made. That makes me a phony. Okay, cool. Listen, I'll take that. Listen, LBJ, <laughs> when you're in the presence of LeBron uh-huh. James, um, you're probably going to be a, a certain way, but I want to <laughs> I, I want to put that aside for a quick second okay. because if we're going to talk about Travis being a phony, yes, I got a beef with you. Oh well, what else is new? Okay, because yesterday I get tagged on Instagram, <laughs> Instagram.com. Uh-huh. It's a social media company. They're, yes, I've heard of a startup it. company. I've, I've heard of it. Yeah. So I look here and I'm like, all right, what am I tagged to? And there's Travis and Anthony Davis in a photo together. Yes. And my laptop. Yes. But not me. Uh Uh-huh. And then I click over. There's Travis and LeBron James having a one-on-one conversation as if I don't exist. No, that's not true. Did you see what I wrote? And then Travis in his... In his uh, his content here in the the caption caption says, no big deal, just me with some guys talking basketball. (laughs) Sliwa was there, too. (laughs) What the hell kind of a combination of a show is this what what was inaccurate about that i was talking basketball with some guys the guys were anthony davis and lebron james and you were there fudge is my response <laughs> hey trav big fan of the show listen every morning <laughs> so here's unfreaking believable here's, here's how it goes so now i get everything sedano said and i have to deal with this three hours a day yeah, no, look, it, my true colors are starting to come out for sure. There's there's, there's no doubt about it. Um, when we were leaving yesterday after media day, mm-hmm. um, Amanda said to us, you know, you guys really should use your social media accounts more, Instagram in particular. Yeah. I, I use Twitter. Twitter pretty, I use pretty well, too. Me, me too, yeah. but I, I have been lacking on my Instagram usage. And I said, you know what I should do? I should go take some pictures of Media Day and post them on there, and Janice and Carlo and everybody else that was out there sent me Had some the really social cool media pictures. squad yeah. taking it. Yep. Um, so I, I I got the pictures and I'm looking at them, and I I had to make a decision. I could either have a a distant shot, kind with of a wide all shot, of us, yep, yep, right, because yeah. you know social distancing was in place yesterday. Yep. We were all kind mm-hmm. of spread out a little bit, or I could pull in a little tighter and yep. we could see LeBron James and me. Yeah. Or we could see Anthony I'm just Davis. Throw, can, and I, can I throw this as an idea? Just so to, just I, to, I did tag you in it. Just to take, 
just to take that just as an example, nice. just to take that as an example, right? Yeah, Where sure. what you're trying to do, you're actually looking out for others because you want the photo to be as clean as possible, as Absolutely. tight as possible, has nothing to do with anything else. <laughs> Thank for you. For your sake, to just kind of take the same example as this, Travis and Sliwa show is kind of a lot, right? It's too far. It's so too much. Why it's not wordy. just Travis show? <laughs> Hey, look! If and you don't have to tag me. Nothing. You just <laughs> what Travis about the show. The Travis show with Alan Sliwa. How about that? We could put it in the smaller font, bottom right hand corner. We could put that in there too. Look, I, I, I didn't think this was going to bother you. I thought if anything, you would thank me for tagging you in the picture. It's getting to your head. This whole <laughs> thing's starting to get to your head. <laughs> At Travis Rogers on Instagram. What is your Instagram? At Alan Sliwa. At Alan Sliwa. There you yeah. go. You can follow us on Instagram and see pictures of uh, me and LeBron <laughs> and me and Anthony Davis. And I, I didn't oh, get I didn't get the good. one of me and Carmelo Anthony quickly enough or me and uh, <laughs> Russell Westbrook. So maybe we'll put those up there a little bit today. It was awesome out there yesterday. It was just really cool to get a chance to see all those guys in Laker uniforms, to see those guys all together in the first place. And I I want to talk a little bit about that vibe. But first, Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. There, It was the perfect mix, Al. It was the perfect mix of seriousness, let's get to work, Yeah. let's go win a championship. But at the same time, it wasn't this cloud or this heavy coat to wear of, oh, man, we got to go win a championship. It was enthusiasm. These guys are ready to go. I, I walked out of there feeling energized about the Lakers season. So, listen, it's it's media day, right? So you're only going to get so much out of media day. But I, I'm just kind of thinking in my head here, I'm like, what the hell does a Sacramento Kings media day look like? Not like that. What does the Washington Wizards and go down the list of all these teams? Why do I mention that? Trav, Lakers obviously not guaranteed a NBA championship. Mm-hmm. But the squad that they put together and, you know, whether you look at Carmelo Anthony and say, this dude's way too old, he's going to give nothing to this Lakers team, or you say 10, 15 minutes, and it, whenever he needs a rest, give him some rest. This guy, you know, he could still be used in certain positions or situations, and you could do that with a number of these different players. The freaking names on this squad. <laughs> it's really something else. The names. And, and you know, I, I'm one that says it's okay to have this old of a team. Why? Because AD's 28. Russ is 32. LeBron, before his injury, was still the best player in the world. When I say before his injury, I'm talking about MVP conversation sure. yesterday before that uh, sure. before that injury with Solomon Hill. Their main players are still as productive or walking into their prime or still right in the heart of their prime. It's these all these other ancillary pieces that are huge names that you're only going to need spots from. You're not going to be asked to run the organization or anything along those lines. Yeah, it, it's funny that you, you kind of laid it out like that because coming into it, and I, look, I'm not going to lie, I still have a, a little bit of my, okay. my foot on the brake on some of this stuff. Sure. Um, but it hit me yesterday, and it, it, wasn't, it didn't happen yesterday, but for whatever reason, it really hit me with its full force yesterday. This is a team that has five deadlock cinch Hall of Fame players on it. Five. Like you said, Sacramento. I mean, you. there are teams that don't have five Hall of Fame players in the last 20 years. They got five on the same team. LeBron's going to the Hall of Fame. Anthony Davis is going to the Hall of Fame. Carmelo Anthony's going to the Hall of Fame. Russell Westbrook's going to the Hall of Fame. Dwight Howard is going to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. These five guys, and they're all still somewhere between at the very best that they've ever been or very, very close to it. 
It's extraordinary. And the ones who aren't, uh, you know, in that category that you're talking about, Dwight Howard, you know what he's going to give to the Lakers. Yeah. And, I, you know, I mentioned this to Dwight yesterday, and then, you know, I, I kind of um, I tried to emphasize it in the sense that Doing the post game show, Trav. A lot of times, conversation came up. Man, if we only had Dwight. Okay, well, yeah. Dwight's back in that pocket that you need him. Carmel the same way. Trevor Ariza, we haven't talked to in how many years. He's back with the Lakers in just this little pocket. I, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's guaranteed to work. You know, for those who have some reservation for Trav. I mean, you know, you've told me this about Russell Westbrook, right? Mm-hmm. You have some, hey, I got to see it to believe it. That's okay, and you're not going to be the only one. I, I think there are a lot of people, even experts, mm-hmm. that were putting out what did the Lakers offseason look like. Lakers still have a lot to prove. I'll take my chances with that roster, and I'll roll the dice if that's what the Lakers are bringing out. Look, I, I don't know if I'd characterize my Russell Westbrook hesitation as I need to see it to believe it. I know he's a great player. I know that the Lakers you question I, the mix. I question the fit. Mm-hmm. I, I and that's why I asked the question about fit to just about everybody that came through. How will you know when this fits together? How will you know when this piece fits with that one or maybe doesn't fit with that one? And that's the part that heading into the beginning of the season that I'm most anxious to see. I don't like they're gonna win a bunch of games because they've got all these great players. I'm not I'm not worried about whether or not they're gonna be a top seed or a four seed. It, that doesn't really matter to me. It matters to me that what does the end of the game look like? How is the how how are the shots distributed? Who has the ball? Who's on the court? These are the questions that I have because they look just the amount of talent in that room yesterday was staggering. They're gonna win a bunch, but like we've talked about, and this is something that's so exciting about this is this isn't just hey, let's see if we can win fifty five games. Maybe we, if we play great, we'll win sixty. Maybe maybe they will. Maybe they won't. I I don't really care. It doesn't really matter. To me. I don't think it matters. Yeah, yep. what matters to me is are you at your best? Do these pieces fit perfectly together? for a championship run. That's the part that they're, they're going to win a bunch. Russ will be very good, but is it good enough to get to where they want to go? That's my hesitation. I, uh, I I found myself, you know, many times yesterday during the, uh, during Lakers media day, just kind of also soaking it in. I, I, I haven't been to the Lakers training facility in a couple two of years, years, right? Yeah. right? Something along those lines. You got to see a lot of the media, some of these specific beat writers, the, OGs in the world, Jim Hill, Bill Plaschke, these guys all back there as well. Uh, it was good to just kind of see some normalcy. It, it felt it normal. Felt I mean, granted, you and I are doing a show with a mask on, but <laughs> it was fine. take my chances Look, on that. If, if, if the price of entry is I got to walk around with a big blue piece of paper over my Fantastic. face, I'll do it. That's yeah. fine. I, it did make me look a little grayer, which I don't love, but I, I, I can live with it. That's it thinned me things. out. It was For me, it's more, I, I think I just look more attractive. <laughs> some slimming. Yes, indeed. That's why when you went with the black mask, it's a little yeah, exactly. a little more slimmy. Exactly. You can be a part of today's show, Travis Slee Nation, on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. The Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, ESPN Nation, is presented by Dr. Pepper College Football. It's back, Al, and so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Walker Bueller last night for the Dodgers, um, much, much, much better. He went out there. Seven shutout. Seven shutout mm-hmm. innings. Had a no-hitter going into the fifth inning and struck out a small handful of guys, walked a couple of guys but didn't give up a bunch of hard hits didn't have a bunch of loud contact it was it was nice it was good I'm happy he pitched better I just don't think that this makes me hit the pillow at night thinking all is well with him Uh, you know I I actually completely disagree and I'll say this is the best scenario that the Dodgers could have had yesterday Trav you're making a case last week um you know, certain people have a mentality of just kind of running through the tape, playing mm-hmm. it through. Mm-hmm. You wanted three-fourths of a mile through. You <laughs> wanted to stop. 
you just wanted to, you know what? I'm done. When when things become tough, I want to call it a day. <laughs> I want to go grab a burrito. I want to go get well, a burrito. That part is true, but keep going. Um, I, I I really I really, when I say it's the best scenario that could have played out for the mm-hmm. Dodgers yesterday, I I felt it was important to get Walker Bueller another start before he goes into the postseason. Maybe Trav, maybe it's just merely you want the guy to be in a better headspace going into the playoffs. You and I both agree with this. You think he's pitching in the final game of the season on Sunday? No. I don't either. I don't. Or so, if he does, it will be a very limited appearance, almost like a glorified bullpen session. So let's say he doesn't pitch. Yeah. That means you'll have five days mm-hmm. plus Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I want to say that... that uh, the soonest he would pitch again is a week from Friday. Right. So that yes. wild card game would be, I think, on a Wednesday, and then you would start... Friday. I think it's Friday. It's Friday or Saturday. You got you got a long you got a nice long runway. October sixth is the wild card game. Correct. So whatever day win- that is, that's a Wednesday. Okay, that's Wednesday. So yeah. the first round of the next event, you'll be yeah. the first pitcher. Okay, yeah. so the the reason why, and I got your, I completely understood your theory here of no, no, don't pitch Bueller. Look at he's tired. The guy has he's pitched over at this point now. He's over two hundred innings mm-hmm. on the season, career high. Um, and just to kind of play off of this. Can you give the guy a little bit of confidence? Not just confidence. You're already you're already pretty much guaranteed if you want it to give him eight, nine, ten days off just based upon the way the schedule is going to work out. And Dave Roberts saying Scherzer is going to play that wild card game. I think you accomplished a couple things yesterday. You didn't wave the what you know the the towel, and you mm-hmm. still got Bueller to uh, pitch seven innings. I, I agree with half of what you said. I agree that this was the best case scenario where you pitch him and he pitches well. So that's good news. Mm-hmm. He he pitched well and he looked. A lot more like himself. Who's the baseball guy on the show? Just say it. Just say <laughs> well, it. Go we'll, ahead. We'll see. Funch we'll, has we'll, already whispered that to me in the hallway. <laughs> the part that I don't the agree baseball with guy, Al. <laughs> is you said, well, I don't want to run through the tape. Yes, I do. The tape isn't the end of the season. That's my whole point. The tape doesn't exist. Hey, 162. No, 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 no. The tape is beyond that. I want to win that race. I don't need to be ahead at the three-quarter pole. I need to be ahead at the end, and I still think, and we'll see. Again, you're right. He pitched well. By his standards, he pitched well. Pitched great. He pitched well. I, I wouldn't go there. there. There there was not that, oh, they have no chance against him. He pitched. I'm not saying he didn't pitch well. He did. I've seen him pitch better. The Padres could not be more dead than they are right now. That is an absolute dead dog of a team. Here, here's the only problem. They're here's the cooked. only problem. Are we – Are we? Uh, I. they are cooked. They've been awful. And, For two months. And they found a way to give up – 18 games in the wild card, in and I'm not days. kidding. Eight and a half, they were up at one yeah. point. I think now they're nine or ten back from St. Louis. You're right about that. But, Trav, the dude in September had a plus seven, seven point well, something ERA. He was getting hit hard. I don't care who they play. He needed this. I, he, maybe. I, I don't want to throw cold water on it because it is a step in the right direction. But it doesn't make me feel like, okay, everything's fine. Because I still think the risk feel better outweighed, than if he didn't. Of course, of course, I feel better than if he didn't either. But I still think when we get to game one of the or the uh, National League Division Series or beyond, I would have liked to have had those. However many pitches he threw last night, he threw ninety pitches. Yep, I would have liked to have still had those ninety pitchers holstered for a more meaningful game because the Giants won again. We're down to five games, two games behind. What I said a week ago is more true today than it was a week ago, which is let's get ready for the Giants series. He's getting 10 
full days off if he doesn't pitch on Sunday. Ten full days, yep. and you like you just mentioned right there, the division is over. You've mentioned that a couple different times. Remember when there were 12, 12 games left, uh-huh. and we were kind of going through all the math? Uh-huh. Okay, they actually lost ground. The so math is worse they're, now They're, they're still two back with five left to go. Yeah, no. We'll, we, okay, so with the wild card in mind, there's what they're saying, mm-hmm. and there's what they're doing. And I think there were two examples of that last night. I'm going to tell you what both of them are when we come back. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So I just went and freshened my coffee again. You yeah. know it's National Coffee Day. National Coffee Day. Yeah. I, so how many cups are I, I'm on? This is number three, which feels like how, how many do you do? Like many. what is two and a half? So once you're done with the show, are you done drinking coffee? Oh, for sure, for sure. No, I tell you, past that, past noon, it's a non. Let me let me tell you a story here. Unless it's uh, the press box. Funches and I did Monday night. We had Lakers talk. Okay. And I was coming off, you know, the weekend going to the wedding and. I'd just been all over the place, so I was. You can say hungover. It's okay. I was struck. I was hungover on Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, I was definitely hungover. Okay. But by Monday, it's supposed to. So Monday night comes, and about five o'clock, I made the executive decision. I'm going to get a cup of coffee, and not just any cup of coffee. This five is a at night? double espresso shot. Yeah, because Lake Stock's going to start at seven. So I have that, you know, cup of coffee. Even a couple times, uh, Funches said during the show, hey, "Oh, you got some great energy." I'm like. <laughs> Not right now, Funches. Not right now. So, show ends, 9 o'clock. Uh-huh. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. 10 o'clock, <laughs> 11 o'clock. I'm not kidding. 1, 1 a.m. I'm still up just, just changing the channel like it's just a regular afternoon. I got the day off or something. Uh, so to answer your question about National Coffee Day, well, no, it, it needs to happen. And yesterday was Drink a Beer Day, which brings you know if you had to if you had to say never going to have a beer again or I'm never going to have a cup of coffee again. Is that that's a tough call? One. No, that's an easy one. I think one for it me. is too. And, and, and I don't actually know which way you'd go on this. No, I, I have to have the caffeine because I yeah. could still have martinis and wine and old fashions and other things that could you know get me through important events in my life but without caffeine i'm just i'm in the starting block it's I'll not take, happening i'll take a cup of coffee over pretty much anything you said something that is just not true anymore mm-hmm. you're like well i thought that by sunday the hangover you're on the wrong side of 30 hangovers are multiple day events now though that's just that's just the way that it goes there's no more such thing as oh i had a couple too many yeah. glasses of wine last night mm-hmm. by two o'clock the next day i'll feel like myself if you feel like yourself by wednesday you're doing pretty well who would have thought that 14 drinks of dark liquor would affect me the following <laughs> shots day? of remy which might be the grossest thing it's, it's like remy's remy Funches. Oh my goodness. Funches. I thought that was just a private text message between me and Travis. Apparently it wasn't. You said it on the air yesterday. Did I say? Or on Monday, yes. No, I don't think I said that. Yeah, Remy Martin? Yes. Emily backed me up here. He said this on the air. Let me explain. It was said on the air, I believe. There you go. All right, that's how hungover I was. That's the cognac that does hungover I was. Okay, this this is what happened. Um, I'm a bourbon guy. I like bourbon. So... One of the things Trav loves about weddings, you got an open bar, sure. just hanging out. All of, a sudden, like that. all of a sudden, my $5 bill is like the greatest weight ever. I'm like, 
like, why don't you get us a couple of drinks here? Throw in that five. I look like a king. Okay. <laughs> So look at Sliwa rolling, yeah, throwing damn, fives around damn. like he's like he's a sultan. ESPN <laughs> is paying over there. That's a five. He didn't take any singles back. All right, so they don't have any bourbon. Can I get uh, three back? <laughs> uh, that's that's a story for another time. That's a story for another time. Okay, so uh, Funch. So they don't have um, they don't have bourbon. So I started drinking. The only dark liquor they had was either Jameson or Remy. Oh, no. Okay. I'm not doing Jameson. Yeah. Why not? Just It's just not your lane? Yeah, it's gross. gross Plus, I would rather have- too far. You can say it's not my cup of tea. It's not gross. I mean, look, if there's Jameson and it's gross. water, we're going to do Jameson. No, you're going to do water, okay? <laughs> no. I mean, water not for the rest the of my life. Part. <laughs> All right, so um, they don't have any- It's the closest thing I got. We're doing Remy. So then, you know, you got some cousins that are, yeah, I haven't, haven't seen these people in a while. You got a first cousin getting married. They want to do shots. So <laughs> the decision is either I'm drinking Remy, which I'm just going to drink on the rocks. And now all of a sudden I'm going to start doing tequila shots or I'm going to do a Remy shot and just continue. Keep it moving. Just keep it going <laughs> with the same exact drink. I made the executive decision that it was wiser to stay with the same alcohol. Can you imagine you throwing tequila no, that, in the that, mix of that? But in that scenario, you made the right decision. I think that's probably the only scenario where that's the right decision, but you got it right. I basically had a pad of paper and a pen like taking notes like, okay, well, this is what's going to happen for the next three days with this shot. Guys, I'm ready. <laughs> you were fine yesterday, but you seem even more like yourself today. So that's, that's very good. Coffee, coffee. your guys' best like hangover cure? Do you no. need it always after a Coca-Cola. hangover? Coca-Cola. Regular red can Coca-Cola. I'm not in the mood for coffee if I'm hungover. No, me neither. It's not like- I need the caffeine, but I, coffee cannot be the delivery system. I need it more- It needs to be Coca-Cola. I need oily food yeah. is what I'm looking Look, for. McDonald's, two McDoubles, large fries, and a, and a Coke the size of a paint bucket is the correct order. That's that's what I need. That's the only thing that really kind of makes you feel better for, what, 10 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then it's back to normal. It's, right, it's back to normal. It's right back to, it's right back to the, yeah, I'm not going to do that ever yeah. again. And then- the next weekend shows up along the way. All right. It's time for some Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Here's a question for you that I think is more and more in play as we get closer and closer to the Major League Baseball playoffs, and that is will Gavin Lux be the center fielder when the Dodgers play the Cardinals in that wild Imagine card Imagine you game? saying that a month ago. It's weird to say <laughs> out loud. And they, look, I'm not the only one that's struggling with the reality of that. Listen to Dave Roberts. I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, everything's on the table. Uh, it's about putting uh, the best players out there to give you the best chance to win. So I think that given Gavin this runway out in the outfield has, has uh, given us a better look um, and more options. Uh, so I think everything's on the table. Okay, so that cut is 20 seconds long. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's 20 seconds of not answering the question. But it does feel like there's a real possibility that a guy that was a shortstop coming into professional baseball, Mm -hmm. that became a second baseman in Major League Baseball, that went back to shortstop when Corey Seager got hurt, to out of the mix altogether when they got Trey Turner, to, hey, Cody Bellinger's hitting a buck 50. we got to try something. Chris Taylor's hurt. AJ, you know what? Throw Gavin Lux in left field. Let's see what happens. He could hit. Didn't look real great in left field to now we have to put him in center field. And by the way, it might be the right decision. It that the idea that Gavin Lux is their best option in center field is surreal. 
Mookie Betts is on this team. AJ Pollock is on this team. Chris Taylor is on this team. Cody Ballinger is on. These are they have four center fielders. How is Gavin Lux out there? And, and the crazy part, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I, I almost feel like you know for Lux, um, the Dodgers obviously this is something that they fell into. They had no choice. We got to figure this thing out. Who the hell are we going to put out there? Ballinger can't hit. Like you mentioned, the injuries Chris Taylor and AJ Pollock have had. You know, naturally, I would ask, well, why doesn't Mookie play center? I, I think that's a. There, what game was it last week? Colorado. Where we were both talking about if that ball is hit with Lux at center. Colorado. Okay, so, it, you know, it's fair to be a little worrisome of what happens here, but you know, part of this I like, Trav. I I like the fact that Gavin Lux, um, dude's not worried. Like, the dude is going out there and just balling. And, and th- what I'm talking about is he's not hesitant. Um, at the look at bat, this is what I'll say. At bat, he's batting 14 games since he you he, know came back. Yeah, 386, nine RBIs, four extra base hits, drawing some walks as well. He's on base twice last night. Is a threat at the plate. He can run. But th- th- this is what it comes down to. If you're in the playoffs, you're in that wild card game. How comfortable do well, you th- feel this that is you the have? Decision, right. Mm-hmm. Look, look, the reason I'm gonna back. I'm gonna be a baseball dork for. 28 seconds. Ready? He's in center field because A.J. Pollock's a little banged up. They don't want him to have to cover a ton of ground like that. They're trying to maintain his health. He needs to stay on left. Right field is the most challenging position to play from a technical standpoint as far as the throw and understanding angles and all those things. So Mookie needs to stay in right. That leaves one place. There's only one place. It's it's not the easiest outfield position to play, but if you're just a super great athlete, you can go get some balls and maybe get through it. That's why he's there. The question becomes – and this is, I you know, look, I get it. Andrew Friedman is a math genius, and he's got a team of math people that are working on this question, I'm sure. Dave Roberts has been around for a long time, very successful as a major league manager. But I don't know what the answer to this question is, and I would bet you that they don't know exactly what it is either. Mm-hmm. What's more important? Cody Ballinger out there in center field, who's going to make the catches, who's going to make the throws, who knows how to play center field, and I'll explain what I mean by that in a second. Or a guy that might get on base once or twice a game. And he might do something in center field that is really hard to predict. Because here's the scenario. It's, I'm not talking about dropping a fly ball. I'm not talking about him you know, Small things falling down. About. I'm yep. talking about the nuances of playoff baseball that make a difference. This scenario, Dodgers have a two-run lead. It's, it's, he's in center field, runner at second base. Base hit to center field. Mm-hmm. Does he know for sure that that throw needs to go to second base, or is he going to try to throw that runner out at home? Because if you try to throw the runner out at home and throw it through the cutoff man, now that guy's now on second base. The tying the run, tying run is, in, mm-hmm. is in scoring position, and he didn't need to be. And mm-hmm. it's not because Gavin Lux isn't trying hard, a great athlete, all those things. He hasn't he hasn't played he's played center field for a week longer than I have. I got the solution. Lux starts the game in center. Later, as the game progresses, if you have that lead, if Lux obviously— What if you don't, though? That's the tricky part. If you have the lead, it's easy. You put him out there, you get the lead. Okay, we got a three-run lead. Cool, Or Cody, maybe when things get tighter, you know, when it's getting what closer. If you need a hit? What if I you're know. behind by a run? What, what if it's tied and his spot's coming but, up but in But isn't the order? that, you know, when I say best of both worlds, what I'm referring to there is the best you can get from Lux— is probably earlier in the game that he's in, try to get these hits. If there is a mistake that's made at center field, you still got X amount of innings to try to make up the ground. Bellinger, the best of both worlds, is he's in later in the game. I know what you're saying about the hit process, but defensively, if he's there and you have a lead, 
that's kind of how you're going to have to play it, isn't it? It's it's there's no good option and there's two good options. It, there's just do you want offense because you got one in Lux, he's hot, and then do you want somebody that knows what they're doing in there? That's Bellinger. He knows what he's doing, but he can't buy a hit right now. Mm-hmm. Which do you pick? That's that's what they're tinkering with right now. That's what they're trying to figure out over these last five games. See how many mistakes like that are going to happen. All right, more Dodger baseball coming up in I'm a little go bit. Get some coffee. Here's you just kind of motivated me here on the coffee. We thing. can do that. You should do more coffee. Mm-hmm. Not one. Not even two, three things on the line Sunday afternoon at SoFi with the Arizona Cardinals and the L.A. Rams. Three different people are going to come out of that with an advantage. That's next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Slee just found the uh, pictures that somebody mocked up on the internet of us as... Uh, uh, they're not mocked. <laughs> fan- so I know the Fantasy Island one where I'm Mr. Rourke and you're Tattoo. Uh, I, I don't love that, but I don't even know what that second one's from. What is the other? It, but- it just looks like a good business picture, like two board of directors... But why do I look like Jabba the Hutt in that other one? Why Why is it? I'm just like spilling out this of one? my suit. Yeah, I don't love that. Is that Ironsides? Is that what's going on? I don't, I don't know what that I'm is. I'm not I sure. Don't like I, that. I'm just going to say me in the background. Pretty sharp. Pretty damn you, you sharp. You know who you look like? with Because the, they, they uh, photoshopped on some hair. You know who you look like? Daniel LaRusso. I don't think they photoshopped. I think the guy had hair, and they just put my okay, face there. Okay, that could there. be it, too. Yeah. That, that could be it, too. That uh, <laughs> I, Look, you can send us those. We're, uh, look, I'm not going to lie out. I am already loaded up on Ask Slee. Here's what we got going on. Mm-hmm. I got a Sopranos Ask Slee. Okay. I've got a Your Driving Habits Ask Slee. Mm-hmm. I've got some waffles and some Halloween questions. We're, we're good to go. You don't look all that excited, but I am, so that's good enough. I'll say good work to the people. Um, you know what we didn't – we kind of just brushed by this yesterday. Mm. So we did a little bunch of Funch, right? Uh-huh. And we asked Funches about Godfather. And I think the next movie he's got to see now is Seven. This is just kind of part of the process. I know his fiance is going to hate us because we're giving him stuff to do. have nothing to do she with She actually their... likes Seven, so she might watch it with me. Okay. okay, she might watch that one. Was it just me or did Funches – did you walk away from that movie review as it was an unbelievable chore that we gave yes, Funches? for yeah. sure. Yeah. No, it, it I've never seen someone go into something that presumably would be an enjoyable experience. Sure. Like watching a classic movie. And yeah. look, I'm, I, I get it. I'm not saying go back and watch Gone with the Wind with Clark Gable that it feels a million years old. This was already set in an yeah. older time, so it's not really and taking he's you out a of the mob movie Loves mob movies. Guy. Hey, do you want to experience something great? I guess. That that was your entire response. How long is it? If I have to, pretty long. long. 
two and hours and fifty. Do I had to watch long. like the whole thing, or yeah, I was disappointed. There's a Godfather two. Hey, like I said, it took an hour for someone to get whacked. I, so I asked him this morning when we were getting coffee on National Coffee Day. Yeah. Hey, are you gonna watch Godfather two? He goes, Sopranos is on HBO, so I don't know. Yeah, it's on all week. If he comes around to it, he'll come around to it. <laughs> yeah, it's only been out for 45 years. Guys, so guys we'll remember when I had to watch Coming to America? I was excited about it. I watched it with Your enthusiasm. Your attitude is right far attitude. more, far she had the more right appreciative attitude. than Got a lot of stuff on DVR right now that I, I got <laughs> Coming to America that. and Godfather, same thing, pretty much. I do not. I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but the fact that Funches came in this morning with a sweater on, or with a uh, suit on with just a sweater... <laughs> Underneath, I mean, very Godfather esque. Yeah, <laughs> he came in. I or said, or Tony Soprano esque, right? Just the, the that clingy sweater that he would wear, and I never liked that. I asked Funches, I just you know say, hey, what do you think for today topics? He just put his hand up for me to kiss his hand. I'm like, what is going on here, Funch? You asked me a favor on my daughter's wedding day. <laughs> All right, Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Assurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Here's what's on the line on Sunday at SoFi Stadium. Yeah obviously first place in the NFC West, mm-hmm. right? The, the, whoever wins this game is at the top of the heap because it's a con- it's a division game. Both teams come in undefeated. Somebody's going to leave 4-0 being 1-0 in conference and being the front runner in the division. Obvious. Number two, somebody's going to leave 4-0 and be the front runner in the conference. Mm. Somebody is going to feel like – because while Carolina is undefeated, nobody thinks that Carolina is the best team in the NFC. They're undefeated, good for them. They're not the best team in the NFC. The Rams win this game. I think it just cements the idea that, oh, yeah, they're, they look the best against Tampa. They look the best against Arizona. They're the clear-cut number one. Arizona wins that, and they're off to the races as far as the hype goes. There's that. That's number two. Here's the other part. Matt Stafford and Kyler Murray are locked in an MVP battle at this point. I get it. It's three games. There's a million miles to go. But you look at the odds, they're basically neck and neck. They're right at the top of, you know, Derek Carr's in there too. But you don't have to go very far down that list to see both of those names. If somebody drops a performance in this game, they go right to the top of the MVP list as well. Can I um, put out this fire? that I know you're making it incredibly entertaining. I know you're hyping it up. I already see you shaking your head and saying, Al, just trying to get, you know, just trying to add some hype to this game. Bucket of cold water. You're the Rams? Uh Uh-huh. Let's go take care of business. All that stuff means nothing. You're going to be favored to win the game. You don't think You're being supposed on top to win. of the division, being on top of the conference and having an MVP quarterback is something to get excited about? I think what you just did against Tampa was so damn impressive. Sure. Don't have a hangover to that. You I know, I, I I think I don't think they will either. I, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm with you on this, but I think, Eric, if I told you two scenarios for this uh, this Sunday's game, if I told you the Rams win and they won by ten points, what would you say? Sounds right. What if I told you that Arizona came in and they won by six? What would you say? I, that Arizona's really good. I'd be surprised. You I know, would be it, surprised if the Rams lost by six points, but I wouldn't be. I'd hey, be surprised if the Rams lost. Period. Really? Yes, absolutely. I, I would, I especially wouldn't. coming off that Tampa win. Um, the way that Sean McVay has dominated Arizona over the years, I would be surprised. So, as you kind of hype everything up, I'm not trying to take away the thunder. What I'm trying to take away is put all that to the side. Rams are the best team in the NFL. I think you and I both would agree with that. I think everybody agrees with that. Just three weeks in. Nobody's sitting here like we're saying eight weeks in. 
handle business at home, SoFi Stadium, your first divisional game. You do that, you roll up your sleeves, then I think they walk into Seattle the following week where you're going to have, a, obviously, a challenge. They're a five-point favorite right now, the Rams are. They're a five-point favorite coming into this game. So in your scenario where they lose by six, that's an 11-point swing. I guess that's surprising in the definition of the word, but Arizona's good. Kyler Murray is a real NFL quarterback, and he's he's he and Lamar Jackson and some other guys – are kind of the prototype, I think, of what we're going to see more and more and more of. I think I you're like going to see said that a lot in the NFL. Over the no, last it's 10 different years. now. But you, there was always one. There was Randall Cunningham. Okay, cool. There's Michael Vick. Okay, cool. But I don't there was to go that that far back. Go back. I'm talking about the last three or four or five seasons mm-hmm. where now I'm saying it's not. Well, Lamar Jackson's won an MVP. Okay, and is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Patrick Mahomes won an MVP, and while he's not Lamar Jackson, he can make stuff happen off oh, script. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, you look at Kyler Murray, all of these. Josh guys, Allen, Josh <laughs> Allen, which is the, more of a hybrid. He's an incredible hybrid because mm-hmm. he's got that big arm. But let's use Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford can make some stuff happen with his legs. He's not a statue. He's not Ben Roethlisberger back there, but he's a pocket guy. He's he's going to stay back there, big arm, throw the ball down the field, survey the defense, kind of a the John That's Elway, how Peyton you. Manning, mm-hmm. Tom Brady mold of guys. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see more and more Kyler Murray's where let's have a guy that not only can throw the ball the way we need him to throw the ball, but let's make something happen off schedule. Let's make some. Let's have some plays where it's actually designed for him to run. Lamar Jackson still is one of the scariest guys. Russell Wilson is a good example of this. But now instead of having one or two in the league at any given time, now we got six or seven, and it feels like it's changing fast. All right, can I just set up one thing real quick for Sunday? Rams and Cardinals, what's that, uh, four – what time is the t- uh, kickoff? One o'clock. One o'clock. Okay. One game o- show starts at 11. There we go. Uh, hit at the up. end of the first quarter. No, Kirk and I coming. will have halftime. Hit it for me again at the you end of the third quarter. And then post game immediately following the yep. game from Hollywood Park. Casino. Do you want to tell everybody um, when your hits are going to hit on Saturday for the Rams report that you do? I don't think it runs on Saturday. Sure. Throw, it on yeah, throw it up on Twitter. through Friday. Throw it up on Twitter. Okay, so that's going on on Sunday. One o'clock kickoff. 12 mm-hmm. 10. Uh, you know, Google, I asked one thing. Can you just make these specific times so you don't confuse me? Twelve ten Dodgers um final game of yep. the regular season. Milwaukee. Lakers twelve thirty preseason game against the Brooklyn Nets. LAFC and um and uh the Galaxy go off five o'clock. All these are going on on Sunday. Every single one of these are going on, on Sunday. Okay, we gotta go to break. Got Ashley coming up next. Ten fifty five. Russell Westbrook was asked about the Los Angeles Clippers, mm-hmm. as in, was there a chance for him to sign with the Clippers? Um, his Pretty quote, good answer. hell no. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about that, and if the Clippers brand kind of will change over years with Steve Ballmer of the perception that they have. All that coming up next day right here. This is the Travis and Sleeper Show, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm going to give uh, you the option here, Al. Do you want one about your driving habits or about your clothes to start? You're going to get them both, but I'm going to let you decide which one you want first. Let's go driving habits. Okay. I think that's more interesting. I have no idea why this is so funny to me, okay. but I love this. This is from Jason Levine, and Jason says, hashtag Ask Slee. 
when making a turn from the left-right turn-only lane, okay. do you meekly use your turn signal like the rest of the sheep, or you def- or do you defiantly declare that your intention to turn yeah. was made when you entered yeah. the protected lane yep. and the blinker is useless and redundant? <laughs> Are you a defiantly declare guy? Can I tell you something that gets under my skin when I'm driving? Sure. If there is not a left-hand turn, let's say, for example, there's not a lane dedicated to turn left, and they don't throw their signal on, (laughs) and I have no idea that this is happening, and now all of a sudden I'm slamming slamming the brakes because this idiot in front of me didn't want to tell everybody else that he's going left, okay? So because of that predicament- I'm overly communicating. <laughs> I want everybody to know. I'm turning left. I know I'm in a left-hand turn. By the way, there's two lanes turning left. Yeah. I'm on the left You're one. On the I can't go anywhere <laughs> You're else. On the inside. I'm still going to put my signal on. I like that. That's exactly the answer that I was looking for. <laughs> I like that a lot. All right, here's the other one. This is from Darb, and Darb writes, Slee, will you rock a sports coat with jeans, or are you only doing a jacket with, a sl- with slacks and a suit? Um, I don't rock a sports coat very often. You're a suit guy. I'm more of a suit guy. So if you I'm ever doing throw that suit jacket over jeans, yes, but I just don't do it as much. I, I feel like the I feel like there's jackets specifically for that, and you know what I mean. Like there's sports coats. There's a style that comes with it where those jackets are only going to be jackets that you're going out of your way to buy because it's not part of a suit. Anytime I'm doing it, I'm grabbing an actual suit jacket. I have a question for you, and you might be the right person. I need everybody's uh, opinion here in the room, and feel free to tweet at Travis Rogers at Alan Sliwa. You know what I really want to try, but I'm too much of a coward to do it? Let's hear it. I want one of those like super loud sports coats from the 70s, like with the plaid that's like red or bright yellow or blue, like really bold and aggressive. Can I tell you something? But I don't think I can Can pull it off. Can I tell you something? couple times you've told me i just gotta lean into it yeah do i lean into that freaking do it you should do it all right i'm gonna buy one you know where you should do it do it at a rams game oh that's a good idea go to a rams game rocking that thing rocking in the post game show get a yellow and uh have listeners uh, have listeners send you have listeners send you some links of some jackets that they think hook me up might be the right one i want to go big i think you can do it i want to look like a sportscaster from the 70s is basically what i'm looking for all the way have some bell bottom slacks no see i can't do that because then now i'm just no man you do it it goes from a cool jacket to a costume is it just me is it just me or since funches has watched the godfather yeah i don't listen he is no 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 he is now directing like he's the head of the family yeah he's he's now telling goes what to do and i'm a little intimidated by him yeah no he's he's leaning into the role i I also think that it would be appropriate for like a horse race so if you go to like a horse race somewhere you have to go out it's very camp to go to horse races that's but that's a normal one that's an you like know, if you I, go I to a Rams right game with yeah. it, it's I'm, it's Travis. This, this dude I mean, ain't messing around have to anymore. Go shopping at some point in the next couple of days. All right, here comes another one. Uh, what was the last Halloween costume that you and Lady Slee dressed in together? I, I blew this. Let me start over. I read okay. it poorly. It's from Francis, and it says, "What was Slee's last Halloween costume? And did Lady Slee make him dress in it so they could be one of those couples?" So here's the thing: I'm awful at Halloween. Awful. I mean, at best, and I'm not even in a place where people are coming and they're knocking on the door trying to get candy. Like, it's not even that inviting of a place for that. Uh, The only thing I remember about Halloween and dressing up, when I was a kid, every year, I was a pirate. Why was I a pirate? (laughs) Because you had an eye patch in the drawer? No. (laughs) 
because that's the costume my mom bought me <laughs> seven years ago. <laughs> oh, we're going to use it again? So we're just recycling that thing again. So I'd go to Mrs. school. Lee. Everybody would be like, oh, hey, what do you know? Alan's a, a pirate again for the ninth year in a row. Do you at least go from like Blackbeard to Long John Silver to Captain Hook to uh, you, you no keep same it, items? Everything same was the exact guy. same. All right, here's another one. When you shoot, even when quarter, I didn't fit in it, when she's you, like, God. <laughs> when you shoot quarter threes in a pickup game, corner threes, right? Do you yell "slee" for three to yourself as if Chick Hearn were doing play by play? No, you know what I do. I shoot the three, and while the ball's in the air. I turn around and I look at the wall, and then I realize that I missed the shot and I got to go play defense. So I just run back and start start playing D. <laughs> you need to start. Funch, you weren't three. there. You weren't there yesterday. That corner three was right in front of Travis and I. Like I was just a couple feet away from just LeBron kind of eyeing the defense, <laughs> understanding that they sunk to AD and I was open for a three. Uh, but I never had that opportunity. We'll, we'll get one of those soon, Trev. <laughs> to your benefit, you never had that opportunity. First of all, you said I'm not even going to hit the rim. This guy said I'm going to hit the backboard. What kind of I, confidence is that you're trying to give to your crew? I don't think you make two out of ten. I think you might make no, one. Hit. It's one. I, one and a half is the over under. And yeah, NBA three is a lot. Under. It's, a three, it's a bomb. It's, it's a bomb. Man. It's a it's bomb. Like Twenty. Okay, it's not a high school listen, three. Listen, it's way like feet, out there. Man. Listen, it's far. It's far. No question about it. You're going to hit two a 10. No, you're not. Yes, you are. I think I feel a sponsorship coming on. I feel a. What, who's going to sponsor us? The on. UCLA training. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes. Sold. You're the sales guy. Get, by, figure this out. You by just the put way, it together. By the way, Ramona sent out a tweet. Yep. That Remy needs to be a sponsor. Ramona's Thank you, Ramona. a smart woman. Okay, Ramona. Ramona's a smart woman. Okay, Ramona. Absolutely. Coming in here. All right, here's one. This is from Disc. Does Mrs. I think we've decided it's Lady Sleeve. Yeah. Does, does Lady Slee turn on every light in the house, but then just stays in one room? I'm more guilty of that. <laughs> I'm more guilty of that. I'll be in a closet where there was a light on. I left that on, and then I went to the bedroom, and that light is now on, and work my way all the way kitchen. It looks like we have 19 people over. <laughs> so here's all you have to do yeah. is become a dad, and you all you do is walk around turning off lights in the house. Mm-hmm. It, it's when, when the baby is born, they send you home, and the next yep. thing you know, you won't turn on the air conditioner ever again, yep. and you turn off every light in the house. That's you know the what's dad great? package that you I w- get. I was going to say, what's great about that, I already feel like I'm there, and- <laughs> And it's like, I already feel like I have old dad tendencies that just ready to come out. They're ready to come out. You'll also drive like 63 miles an hour on the freeway. That's the that's the way that it goes. One more here. Uh, what beer can you drink warm? Hashtag Ask Slee. There's really only one answer to this, right? It, it's got to be a really light beer. Oh, I was going to go the other way. I'd like a, you can like do a Guinness, dark like beer? A, Guin- a Guinness no at room temperature is, okay, is not have, terrible. If you have no choice, you have yeah. no choice. I'd rather have a Coors Light or something like that than a dark beer you know, that Coors, I feel Coors, like light beer needs to be screaming cold because the whole point is is it's light, it's easy, it's water, it's that, that, that whole thing. Like, yeah, but Guinness that's why I would meant, drink it warm if I have to drink it down. Guinness is meant to be served at room temperature. That's that's the design of that beer is kind of a room temperature deal. I think that's. That's really the only option. Yeah, you're more there. I'll just have a couple, another cup of coffee. <laughs> one more red line. Can I, can I just read this one? Yeah. Uh, Drew at L.A. Does Ansu had turned his lid backwards when he encounters a group of young hipsters? <laughs> you strike me as that's the guy that you do. We're, go- we're going to Silver Lake area? No, no, no. I'm, just let me change. I'm going to put this around. <laughs> throw some boots on real quick and uh, get those tight jeans on. I like that one from Drew, but I really like this one because I'm guilty of this. Does Slee need to clear junk off the passenger seat before you give someone a ride? 
Yeah, but very. It's I'm, my mask is on there and my sunglasses. But there's something on there. There's something on there. <laughs> there yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah it, that clean front seat, if you're driving alone, that's a tell. But it's not like I have my 2018 tax return on there and everything else. There's some people. A bag of in and out trash and three empty cups. Yeah, it's, it's not, not going to be one of those. I get it. I get it. All right, there you go. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Okay, we, we got to do a little Russell Westbrook here. We do. Astley is brought to you by Key of Carson this summer. Find your next car or SUV at Key of Carson. Hurry in to Key of Carson for the best selection off the 405 at the Carson exit. Go to keyofcarson.com. All right, so Russ uh, was asked, I don't know if it was yesterday that he was asked this, but then also uh, an executive with the Washington Wizards was kind of trying to play out that day that Russell Westbrook got traded. And there was a question about, did he want to join the Clippers? So let's do that when we come back. Stay right here. Appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 